Yo, 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 mic check, mic check, mic check. It's your boy Indigo X back with another episode of Indigo's Corner. This is episode 11. Episode 11. Got another special talent in the building, straight from South Carolina. He goes by Trill K. What's good with you, man? Not much, man. Can't complain, man. Living good, living life. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I already said you're from South Carolina. So what part, where are your roots at in South Carolina? Where are you from? Yeah, I really like from South Carolina, Columbia, but I really grew up like my first, like, I think three years, like first three or four years. I think I did like elementary and like something, mm-hmm. something, Dazelle. And so I really grew up like for real in something, but I did like my whole basic life in Columbia type shit. Well, you ever go back to something? Hell yeah, all the time. I used to uh, hoop down there. Something to hide when they had open gym and shit down there in uh, Shaw Air Force Base. So, yeah, I didn't hoop at the Air Force Base. That's crazy. I used to hoop too. Yeah, that's it. we used to have to sneak in that mug though, cause they only let like two people in. So we had somebody here to open the back door, and we had to sneak in there. We didn't get caught a couple times. That shit, yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> so what was it like uh, growing up in Columbia? What's some early memories you got, man? Shit. Probably um some sand hill memories like I'm pretty sure about if you from the Met, goddamn you done had some sand hill memories <laughs> like it used to be jumping at sand hills like I got some sand hill memories and probably like hooping and shit like that I was a, I was a big hooper so mm-hmm. memories like too just like packed out crowds like all my life type of shit like mm-hmm. I was out best one on the team so it was just like I was that one you know what I'm saying <laughs> I got you so growing up I know you said that you just started making music and stuff what was like an early goal for you like what was your career goal like when you were younger what did you like say when I'm older oh, this is what I want to do this is what I want to be crazy thing is when I started rapping I literally just picked that shit up like I didn't know back then I was even going to be on this rap that I'm on right now like, you know what I'm saying? Because it was basketball. So it was like a talent that I really found, you know what I'm saying? Finding myself really getting, like, being grown and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? So I really picked up that rapping shit, and it was like I started distan- distancing myself away from, like, the regular crowd, you know what I'm saying? So I started, like, really hustling and shit like that and got tapped in with, like, some crazy ass people who had some crazy ass talent, like my boy JP, who was, who was a producer. So just being around him, you know what I'm saying? Them beats every day, like him making hard beats every day, like that shit, that the shit just picked up. I'm already like creative in my mind. So with that freestyling shit, like I still freestyle to this day, like every sound, I barely write, like I barely write. I just freestyle all day type shit. So I just picked that shit up. Word. So I know in hindsight, it's 2020, but like, do you think it was something in your childhood that sparked you to even lean towards music or it was just something, like you said, you just picked it up. You have like a childhood moment where you was like, damn, I want to be a rapper. But it was just like in the back of your mind. The crazy thing about that is, so in my house, I had like, the living room, like everybody had their own room. But it was like that living room was like that big TV. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I grew up in with my sisters and shit. So they will always have, I'm trying to figure out, is it VH1? Yeah, VH1, yeah. Like, where they got them videos playing all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, that Chris Brown popping. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brown, like, bro, when I was younger, bro, I want to be Chris Brown. I'm talking about, what's that song with uh, T-Pain? With that lovey-dovey. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, bro, like, I want to be on top of the bus, like, rapping. Like, damn, I love that, like, that lifestyle right there. I always look at that lifestyle and just, like, really was fascinated with that shit. So I dressed the part, you know what I'm saying? Like, ladies, men, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, like, shit. I was, like, really inside, like, man type shit. And then I'm looking at these other niggas who got all that shit times 10, you know what I'm saying, in the video. It's just like that's that shit that I was just like saddling over for real. Word. So what, what's some other artists you listened to growing up? Like who was in your I guess in you I don't know if you had a Zoom or iPod touch or what, but who was in your uh, catalog early? Yeah, I didn't have none of that shit. <laughs> I <laughs> had on. like that TV, like, I'm telling you, like that lovey dovey, like that video, I remember that whole video. What's that other Chris Brown song that uh across the room type shit where hey, you coming out? Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, yo, bro, I'm yeah. watching. <laughs> bro, like that shit, Chris Brown. Chris Brown was that first one, like that first nigga that I can remember to this day that had me like, like that. Like I want, I want to be popping like that, like for real. So did you automatically jump towards rapping or did you start singing since Chris Brown was the early inspiration and things like that? I wasn't so much, I wasn't so much singing. It was really just like listening to them words and really like telling how like, cause like Chris Brown was like that player talk. You know what I'm saying? Like he talked about girls and shit all the time. So it was just like hearing that like really made me like reflect on that type shit. So I'm listening to a nigga who got, you know, talking about females and that shit hard to me, like that shit catchy. So it's like, boom, I started, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Saying some of the shit to a female, like while I'm talking to her on some smooth shit. (laughs) So shit, even in my rap right now, like I got some hard ass bars that's like talking about females, not not in no bad way, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not no bashing way. It's just like that slick talk, that slick smooth talk, talking about females. Like, I love that shit. And let's get into the bag about Columbia, man. Cause like growing up, we never thought about like Columbia as like rappers, artists, all that. But like now, I think it's, it's changing a lot. Like, we got a lot of talent in South Carolina, not just Columbia, South Carolina, period. So just talk about the shift in the culture with that. Just even thinking about that, bro, I really thought it was like only big states. Like, I'm thinking, you gotta move out of South Carolina and then start rapping in a state like this to get on. You know what I'm saying? But now, bro, that shit up for grabs, bro. Like, that shit is crazy how you can get on so quick. Like, that shit, that shit is on go right now. So that really made me like realize, like, you really don't have to go nowhere. Yeah, you want to get out of the city and shit like that, but you still got to have love for the city because the city going to be put you on. 
So how do you feel about artists like blowing up and, and like leaving the city? Like, are you a person that's like, I know you want to come up and everything. Are you willing to stay here or you want to move and branch out? Man, I put the mitt. I feel like if I did move out and went somewhere else, like niggas and know like I fuck with like the mitt, you know what I'm saying? I got shit like that all in my songs, shouting out the mitt, because that mm-hmm. shit make, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't get, I'm the type of nigga that like, I show loyalty, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got loyalty to my city because the buzz I got right now is from my city. And it started from my city. And then it branched out to other states, like, because of, you know what I'm saying? So I feel I for my city. And they would basically know that even if I do move out, like, on some shit where they proud of me, unless it's some hating that niggas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I feel that for sure. So listening to your music, man, I I think it's a, it's a fine line between a rapper and an artist. And I put you in that artist bag because, like, you do more than just basically rap. So just talk about that. I know you said Chris Brown was an early inspiration, but how did you what, – what was your little touch that you put on your music to separate yourself? Man, that shit crazy. That's a, that's a great-ass question because it's like I know, like, the difference between the rapper and the artist. Like the artist can do it all. I'm the type that can like really do it all, even on that Bobby shit. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I really feel like it depends on the beat and like how I'm feeling type shit. Like, and I be going through shit too, so I can really like play like and really feel like some wavy ass shit and, to, and speak some real shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It just I be I be geeked up. <laughs> I be geeked up and in that mode, and then like whatever on my mind for real, that shit come out of me. Like sometimes I don't even know why I come up with these bars. Like some, I feel like this shit in me type shit. So when did it hit you? Like. I know you said you just started not too long ago, like two years ago. So when, what moment was it for you where it was like, damn, I'm I'm really good at this. Like, I can do this. Man, I'm not going to lie. I got I got that feeling when I made my first single. Like, when I made my first single, like, me and my engineer, Guap, we in there recording it, and it's just like, of real, he like, bro, like this, that, this is y'all sound. Like, it's y'all sound. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit not the same as niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, niggas come all through and out the studio. You know what I'm saying? You can hear different type of music they making, but some be hard ass trap shit. Some be niggas singing in there. Like, but that shit ain't like on our vibe. Like, on my vibe, really. So it's just like, I think I realized that after Guap really explained that shit to me for real. Like, like y'all boys, he was like, literally, like, y'all boys gotta keep going. Like, this shit ain't no regular. Like, y'all boys really got chances type yeah. shit. But that's yeah, when I really, that's when I started wanting to get like harder, start thinking a little bit harder on my songs and shit. And start thinking like, I can think, like, make a song. And that shit be hard. And then I think, like, okay, what's my next song? I want to make some shit that's going to make people, 
you know what I'm saying, say it over and over, like some catchy shit, like over and over, like repetitive type shit. And I don't even be saying the same thing in my hook, you know what I'm saying? But the hook itself is just repetitive. Like it'll be stuck in your head because it really like go with that shit. So I don't know. That shit just goddamn goes, bro. We'll talk about spaceship uh featuring Versatity. Did I say Versity? Did I say that right? Versity. Versity. Word, word, word. Let's talk about how did that track come about? I listened to that like 70 times at work. No. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is really crazy. It sound like like we done made type shit. Like we be we be trying to like be like, shit, this song might be spaceship 2.0. Then we think about it, be like, nah. We can't even like spaceship. Like we can't make a, another like spaceship. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah. Spaceship. But hell yeah, that sound crazy as fuck. Crazy thing about it, bro. We was in that studio, bro, and we could and we nigga went to the gas station and got a cigar instead of woods. <laughs> we had the we said he broke the damn cigar down. Literally get that bitch out. We stuffed like everybody put like two G's in that piece. <laughs> we had like an eight G cigar. So this is during spaceship. So we cannot smoke. What was telling us we couldn't smoke in the room type shit. Man, we like what the fuck? First is the damn cigar. Then we can't even smoke in this bitch. So then they like, I bet we just gonna go to the goddamn. We gonna go to the um back by the back door type shit and smoke outside type shit. So boom, niggas is going outside while one person stays in and records. So I start, I start the song off. Them niggas is outside smoking while I'm recording. Nigga, it's only me in there. It's supposed to be gang geek, you know what I'm saying? Like this nigga know what we about to record. His ass go outside, they over here about to kill the goddamn cigar wood. I'm like, damn, I don't even get to hit it. So boom, Seti comes in. He like, he listening right before I go outside type shit. He like, oh shit. He like, it's hard. Let's do it. So I heard like two bars and I left his ass because I wasn't going to stand there because he left my ass. <laughs> so I was smoking. It's like, we is in and out the booth recording this shit. And the only time we heard that shit together is at the end. Mm-hmm. Damn, so dope. I was really like, that shit was crazy. And literally like, People really want to tell us, like, come to birthday bashes and shit and record spaceship and shit like that. Like, spaceship, oh, wait. Like, that shit is like a city favorite, I feel like. That's dope. That's dope. How'd you get the name Trill K? That shit crazy, bro, because... Trill K is my first name that I came up with. Like, <laughs> I never had no name other than Trill K. Like, as soon as I came out, I was Trill K. I can't even remember how the fuck I came up with that shit, but it was just like Trill K. And then people should really start, like, my homeboys would be fucking with me type shit. I like, didn't know my, I'm KJ. They'd be like, Trill K, what's up, man? What's going on, Trill K? So it's like, <laughs> that shit be funny, but that shit, like, still stick. Like, and I fuck with that shit, but I just can't remember how I came up with that bitch though. Right, right. So, 
when you land down some tracks or you know you're making some musical how much of your hand do you have in production like as far as the, like the making it crisp the beat and everything like that how much do you put in that really i don't watch that shit so many times bro like i know what the fuck going on like i would literally like you can ask vonnie like when vonnie recorded me I would literally sit here and watch him do it and I would tell him shit while he do it type shit. Like I'm always interactive while I'm recording and I like like my shit's clean, but I'm like a perfectionist type shit. Sometimes I be let sometimes that shit be getting to me because I be taking long type shit. Like I don't like taking too long in the studio, bro. But people be saying I be going fast. I be making songs like in an hour. Like I always gotta make a song in an hour. Like nothing below, nothing after an hour. But I feel like I'm on a song way too long, even when I record myself. But I be interactive as fuck on that computer. I know what the fuck going on. JP, me and JP been been looking at that shit. Like we been knowing about that shit. And he been recording me. And as soon as he start recording me, I'm recording myself on his shit. So it's like. I just learned that shit fast. So how important do you think that is as an artist to be able to like get that side of it? Because some people can go in the booth and just rap and just like rely on people to make the production side. But since you know like the background to it, does that make it a little bit easier to make a song or is it just like you just know all the aspects of it? That shit, that shit really don't matter to me. Like even if like, that shit go into all that, like that shit don't even matter. Like just depending on what the fuck I'm feeling that day. Like mm-hmm. I go all off what's on my mind type shit. Cause shit happens to me every day for yeah. real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whether I leave the house or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always get going on. So what's your creative process like? Like before you go in the studio, like what what's your creative process? I know you said you freestyle a lot. So is it just like you play the beat on the loop for a little minute and then you just think of something? Or how does that work for you? Goddamn, huh? Sometimes niggas just send me beats and then I listen to it on my phone like about two times. I don't like to play it too much because I feel like a beat can run out if I listen to that bitch too many times type mm-hmm. shit. So I listen to that bitch two times. I say, mm, that bitch him. And I'm just wait till I go to the studio and then record that bitch. And then just go out freestyle. But if it's like in the studio and somebody cooking up though, like if them boys cook up, they'll be cooking that bitch up and I'll be freestyling by like the first instrument that they put on there. So my mama, they don't even got to put them drums on there. I probably already know how the hook, the hook gonna go. That's just with that melodizing, you know what I'm saying? I'm melodizing shit. So, all right, what type of creative are you? Are you like a, 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 a tyrant when you are uh, creating or like you like all right, I need everybody out the room or are you like just vibing everybody you can be bobbing your head and you in the corner just coming up with something nobody know you scheming shit not gonna lie when I come in this bitch and I hear the beat or whatever like I probably be the first one freestyling that bitch mm-hmm. or if you got them setting in that bitch I let city uh freestyle then I freestyle after him or some shit. But if it's like in a room full of people like that I don't even know, I'm a chill, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a sit back type shit. But if one of them, I can't see you, one of them goddamn people know me, then it's like 
they gonna want me to hop on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So I remember one time I was in this Greensboro studio. Them niggas playing beats, like two of the producers knew me type shit. And it was like five other rappers in there. But I didn't know none of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that bitch. Um, the niggas like, yo, chill, you get on this one? Like, we need you on this one. So it was like, yeah, I got you. And other niggas, you know what I'm saying? It was like, they were like looking like, what the fuck? Ain't no me either. I'm in that bitch. Met star down. Stop playing. <laughs> I'm popping it. <laughs> so, boom, I go in the studio. I literally sit on that bitch because I was geek from like three woods in. I'm geek. I'm like, as soon as I go in that bitch, they don't know how I'm about to come on that bitch. I literally said before I even said that shit, I said, all right, now. I said, all right, now. Whoever in here, I'm about to turn this shit up, like, for real. Like, y'all got to listen, for real. So then that shit, like, they're like, all right, all right. And then, boom, I made, like, some hard-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Then the nigga hopped on that bitch for a little hook. But then he was like, yeah, but you can get another verse on that type shit. Like, you can. I just want a small little piece of type shit. So then, boom, it's just like, I I do that shit in front of a crowd. That shit is in me. Like, a crowd really don't phase me. For real. That beat really hitting like that, a crowd not going to phase me. So talk about uh, performing. Uh, I know as far as like an artist, everybody say they had their first performance and they like just keep growing. So just talking about you performing, how, how was that from your first experience to your last one? Shit. My first one, I really was like nervous type shit. <laughs> I really uh, was in Atlanta. I didn't even know I was about to perform for real. Like, is that like a dance competition type shit? Like, you know, like the Atlanta dancer, the one who could dance for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went with my homeboy. And then, boom, they like, they like, bro, I think he did like a battle. My homeboy did a battle to my song type shit. And then he was he was hitting that bitch like the shit he was doing, going with the words type shit, battling them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whose song that is? They're like, whose song that is? Whose song that is? They did the spaceship. He did the spaceship. <laughs> they like literally after the song, you hear everybody saying, whose song that is? Whose song that is? Then they said, that's his shit. That's his shit right here. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Type shit. So, boom. They just, I'm in that bitch and they like come be like, yo, you wanna play one of your shits like to perform? Like you wanna get on the last to perform because niggas was performing in between the goddamn dance battle and shit. So I'm like, man, let's do it. Fuck it. So I performed six deep. And they was fucking with that shit. Niggas was dancing behind me and shit. At my first performance. I feel like if I did a show though, like that should be crazy though. I ain't did no show. I did some solo shit for real. But if I do that show, all that shit, I really feel like coming up though. So I know you said something about uh like when you was in the studio, you was met start down, but just, I know we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, but just tell people the insight of how you think about like putting in your money into like the Columbia brand and things like that. Yeah. Black on anything, bro. Like, even with clothing, bro. Like, this shit, I'd rather go 
spend goddamn $5,000 with goddamn MetStar and be shit, like, shit, like, showing love than to go spend 5000 on some sneakers at Gucci or, you know what I'm saying, some goddamn Christian Dior. Like, when my nigga shit hard, like, I'm putting in type shit because he going to bless me every time. Mr. I ain't no liking. Okay. All right, so we're getting towards the end of the show. Um, my favorite number is seven. So I got seven rapid fire questions for you. You got to answer in three seconds each question. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. The number one artist you want to work with? Seti Hendrix. Your favorite shoe? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I'm stuck. I- Damn, pass that bitch. Your favorite TV show? Oh shit, probably Cleveland show. I be on some hot shit. <laughs> Your favorite clothing brand? Best Your favorite fast food restaurant? Zaxby's. No cap. Your favorite homemade meal? Shrimp Alfredo. And your favorite movie? Probably that new Spider-Man, for real. Yeah, that shit was gas. You know, yeah. them niggas, for real, like, and they all look <laughs> they all <laughs> the same as the last movies that they was in. Like, that shit crazy. Word, word, word. Well, man, I appreciate you big time coming on the show, putting on for the city, man. Go ahead and tell the people what you got coming up. Yeah, um, me and Philly got a take coming up. Um, I got some shit coming out this month, and they might get a video. They might get a video, like, in the next week type shit to a sign that they ain't never even heard before. Word, word. Some summer type shit. Word. I feel that. I appreciate it, man. Yeah.